With more than 200 accredited courses and more than 1,000 videos, the Police One Academy is a powerful online solution that provides department training programs with features that reduce time spent on records and policy management, credential tracking, and more. It is law enforcement training made simple and effective. For more information and to get a 30-day trial, visit www.policeoneacademy.com forward slash policing matters. Hello, and thank you for clicking, and thank you for listening to Policing Matters, the Police One podcast. I am Doug Wiley. Hey, welcome back. This is Jim Dudley. Uh, Jim, as we all are now well aware, um, not a couple of weeks ago, a uh, white supremacist rally took place in Charlottesville, Virginia, during which um, a 32-year-old woman was um, mowed down by a white supremacist um, nut job. Uh, and in fact, two state troopers died in a helicopter crash uh, while they were monitoring the uh, the two warring factions um, coming up against each other. You had people on the right wing, you know, crowd, you know, the Nazis, the white supremacists, the the far extreme ultra crazy right wing, and then you had the left wing antifa, you know, all those kind of people, all coming with weapons and sticks and all manner of bad intention. Um, and, and so, somehow people were surprised that this happened. And I'm like, wait a minute, were you watching the election at all? You know, haven't you seen violent conflicts with, and these are really extreme sides. We're not talking about the moderate middle on any extreme here. These on both sides are going nuts. And of course we saw this coming. If you had any attention paid to the, to the, to the election and all the things that have been going on, but you know, Somehow it devolved into that violence. Um, you know, 19 other people were injured that just from the car attack. You know, other people were injured in other ways with fist fights and sticks and stones and throwing bottles of urine and all kinds of other things. Well, as we record this, um, imminent tomorrow in Saturday uh, uh, in San Francisco is a right wing rally about to take place on a place called Chrissy Field, which is the old Presidio um, airport. And Smartly, in my opinion, the city has uh, organized, in, instead of trying to separate the crowds with just lines of police officers and things like that, they're separating the crowds geographically by saying, hey, if you want to do a counter rally, counter protest, we're going to have a block party and we're going to have face painting and bouncy houses for the kids and we're going to have food trucks and we're going to have all kinds of, but it's going to be five miles away from the other protest right so i mean they've created this not not just one street separation not just one block city block separation a five mile hike between the two so i think that that's a terrific strategy what are your what are your thoughts oh i love it i love the idea that um city governments rather than just put their foot down and try to stop one one side of the argument to to be permissive um to to one of the the groups in the first amendment issue i think it's it's great that we give everybody a fair chance to say what they want whether or not we agree with it but that the city government finally says yeah let's let's make an alternate uh, venue uh, that said the the federal government the federal um, national park service and u.s park police went a step further to say hey look we're learning from these protests we saw what happened in charlottesville and we're going to say uh tiki torches no candles yes no helmets no tear gas no pepper spray no batons uh no 
uh, large sticks to hold your sign that mm -hmm. can be used for weapons. I think it's a great strategy. And the First Amendment, people forget the First Amendment says the right to peaceably assemble. Mm -hmm. And once you're coming geared for battle, you can almost telegraph the intent that it's not going to be peaceful. And you'll hear both sides saying, well, we're only there to defend ourselves. But I mean, these things have been growing for months now. And it seems um, that this 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 violent encounter, and unfortunately, the, the one uh, woman, uh, the anti-protester, uh, the the um, the protest against the original march, uh, was killed, run over by um, the the individual in the car. Um, we're at a point where what's next? Are we going to have you know Europe-style people driving through cars, driving through crowds of people that they don't agree with? Um, and I think now's the time to set limits, put rules. Even Berkeley across the bay, that liberal bastion is also saying uh, we're not going to allow these things in our public areas. So I think... You know, you're talking about the sticks and the... The sticks the, and, the the and, and, and the bottles and the... Right. Yeah. So, so finally, we're thinking, and it's not even thinking outside the box. No. It's really saying something that the police have been saying for a long time is that, hey... Let them assemble, let's, but let's freaking disarm them. Yeah, and I think if, if, if I'm not mistaken, the federal um, agencies that are policing, because it's, it's, it's a national park, it's mm -hmm. federal land. Right. Um, and so they're going to be the agency in charge of kind of making sure that that assembly on Saturday goes as peaceably as possible. Right. Um, I believe they've also said, you can't drive cars in here in the park in, in, on Saturday. You, right. the, the cars are prohibited. Right. So the only cars that are going to be in there are going to be cop cars. Um, and I think that that's a really smart idea. And, you know, you can't have that kind of um, prohibition of vehicles on public streets and right. things of that nature. Right. I mean, it's just not plausible. But if you allow for these demonstrations and counter demonstrations to take place, not just in the public land, you know, where right. you can control it, whether right. it's city land or what whatnot, but have those counter demonstrations be as far away as possible. Sure. Um, and if the, and if you do cross a certain line towards, you know, the other demonstration, well, now we're going to have to stop you here. Yeah. You know, instead of saying, well, we're going to stop you a block away. You know, a block is nothing now. No. Uh, and, and so, especially when some of these folks are coming armed with more than just sticks and stones, you know, these guys are slung, you know, and oh, so... Oh, and crowds are mobile and they're using social media for instantaneous... Um, mm -hmm communication and tactics and like flash change. mobs right yeah right. i mean it's just it's it's almost becomes an uncontrollable you know amorphous mass of humanity yeah. that you know we're surrounded we don't know what to do now no and i think it's it's great that uh, maybe law enforcement is finally getting heard at the city government level where they've been saying for years hey let's control these people ahead of time uh, otherwise you let these things happen and then you throw the police in and the police are damned if they do damned if they don't right. so you stand them by they, it looks awful when when the, the crowd devolves into just uh, you know a WWF wrestling mm -hmm. match with mm -hmm. chairs being hit and over people's heads and flying out of the ring no so but on, a, on the counterpoint to that is if the police do rush in and, sh and with shields and helmets and they try to press crowds back, yeah. well, that goes on the news and that looks if it terrible. it bleeds, it leads. Exactly. So the, the cops in many cases can't win that particular situation. Right. So, again, creating this a massive amount of space between the two, I think, is a 
It was a really smart idea. Well, give them the tools to do the job. Right. So if if the listeners, if the sworn listeners haven't been to Teeks yet mm-hmm. for uh, incident command training, I wholly endorse the program. Great program in College Station, Texas. Uh, they'll fly your team there, uh, your, your opposite number with public works and with the parks and city government and emergency management communications. And as a team, you take on these exercises. Then you fly out to a remote location, a, um, a, a uh, mock city where they have you plan for um, some sort of a exercise. And in one particular case, we were told that uh, all these terrorist precursors were happening and the vice president was making a visit to town. And my first response was, no, well, not. let's tell the vice president not no, to come. No, he's not. <laughs> and of course, you know, you're talking about scenario based exercises, so they wouldn't give you that option. But that's where the role of the chief, the role of law enforcement needs to step up at those government meetings raise your hand, stand up, stand on a chair, stand on the table and say, hey, look, you're putting us in a no-win situation. Right. This is what we need to do. And, and I'm encouraged by it. Yeah. Well, you know, the fact of the matter is, is whatever happens on Saturday, we do know looking into this crystal ball <laughs> that there are going to be other events across the country. You know, just the week after Charlottesville, they had planned, the, they, the right-wing people, the Nazis, um, had planned nine other cities um, off the top of my head I can't remember but they actually did have a protest in one of them in, in Boston mm-hmm. and Boston police in my way of looking at the footage I think they did a pretty darn good job yep. of keeping those Sorry. crowds separated um, I think they, they can can be commended because they did have enough officers there to to, to keep them all separated um, I think that we can learn from not just our mistakes but some of the, the successes and we, we, we will see what we will see on Saturday but you know, looking forward, we can say, yeah, Boston did it right. Maybe Charlottesville might have had a couple of problems. Sure. Um, and there's no way to know whether or not some stand down order was given there. I've never heard mm-hmm. one way or de- definitively one way or the other on that. I've yeah. heard rumors on both sides. Um, but the fact of the matter is, is that you know, to your earlier point, no matter what the cops do, they're gonna fear that they're gonna look like bad guys right. when really they're the good guys. There were no good guys in Charlottesville except for the guys in blue. Right. They were the ones who were doing their darndest to make sure that the calamity didn't evolve into what it did. Mm-hmm. It evolved into murder and attempted murder and terrorism. Yeah. So, uh, you know, in answer your question, I really hope we don't see what's going on in our country mimic stuff like what's going on in, in Turkey or some of those other places in Europe that, that are, uh, you know, thousands and thousands of combatants um, you know, amateur warriors, basically, right, who right. don't know what to do in a fight, actually going out there and, and fighting. And the only people who are properly trained to counterattack are the cops, and they're sometimes left out in the cold in terms of orders and commands and even tools. Get some, We don't want you to have shields. We don't want you to have helmets. Right. What the devil is that all about? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'd like to challenge and listen, uh, hear from our, our listeners on what it is that their agency does uh, in preparation for a large uh, demonstration or protest between diametrically opposed groups. And I know there are really great examples out there about making natural barriers or disarming people or temporary curfews or temporary orders that they they use as tools to, to prevent violence. But I remember during, uh, right after the election when uh, there were demonstrations in the streets and uh, 
one, I think it was a lieutenant or a captain, uh, came out to a, a group of millennials demonstrating, protesting with riotous behavior. And he had a trophy and he gave it to a very vocal uh, young lady in the crowd and said, look, relax, calm down. Here's your participation trophy. <laughs> and it pretty much diffused the crowd. I, that's hilarious. I think that's a real story. I hope that's not urban legend. And yeah. if, if that happened in your agency, hey, let, let's hear about that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we can compile, if you send us all your best practices, we can compile a list and you know put that out as an article or you know, return to this topic as a podcast. So please email us at policingmatters at police1.com. And once again, thank you for clicking and thank you for listening.